This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. I hope you guys are having fun and enjoying this series uh, regarding Dale Carnegie and how to win friends and influence people. Again, all we are is a short 10-minute burst of inspiration, motivation, sometimes personal development, uh, whatever it might be. We all need a kick in the pants every day. We all need a reminder uh, this is kind of like a pseudo devotional. Uh, not always is it a devotional. And I know this series with how to win friends and influence people is not devotional in nature, but I hope that it is a good bit of motivational, personal growth, uh, learning. I always speak from a Christian faith-based perspective, and sometimes we go deep, sometimes we stay surface, but in every way possible, I want to help you become better at whatever it is that you're doing. And this topic specifically is all about human interaction, human relationships, relationships with others, how to communicate, what are some good ways, good communication methods that uh, will help you to grow in uh, whatever it is that you're trying to do. And uh, uh, just a real quick story. Um, Yesterday was Halloween. And uh, when I'm recording this, um, this will go out a few days later. But uh, I was... um, picking up my son from basketball practice. And he uh, told me that he was really wanting to go to a Halloween party. And he hadn't, we hadn't planned for it. We already made other plans. I said, I'm sorry, buddy, I can't take you. He's 15. I can't drive you anywhere tonight. We already made plans. Um, so you're going to have to stay home. Well, he goes home, we go home and I drop him off. And, uh, we uh, we go about doing our thing. We come home. It's about nine o'clock at night, kind of late. And I come in and I want to check where where's Caden? Where's my son? Well, he obviously, well, he apparently went out and went to this Halloween party, which was 20 minutes away. And uh, we after a while, we figured out where he was and we got him, I picked him up and we had a long conversation in the car ride home, not a long conversation, but a conversation in the car ride home about communication. Uh, and uh, he sincerely, it, it kind of, eventually we got to the point of him telling me that he really sincerely thought that he asked me to go to the party and he went ahead and took his own initiative and made arrangements to go to this party but he didn't ask me. He never asked any of us. And he sincerely thought he asked when he, when he, when he told me he wanted to go to the party, that was his way of asking. So all that to say is that, um, we still have a long way to go in our own home in teaching our kids about proper communication, simple communication. How do we communicate what it is that we want someone to do? And it's amazing what happens when poor communication habits occur in a home, uh, not to mention in business. No wonder why there are so many problems with relationships in both personal and our personal lives and also in business. If we don't communicate well, we have a breakdown and uh, big things begin to fall apart. And I, I encounter this all the time in our network marketing business. 
there is a lot of communication that needs to happen. And uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it or even one of the better people at it. I have to work very hard at communication. It's important to understand how to communicate with others so that people don't take things the wrong way. There's not a misunderstandings. And we, I see them all the time, misunderstandings. Uh, and uh, it, what's worse is when people don't communicate at all, when nothing is said and I don't get feedback. I know there's something wrong because I know and I, 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 you know, I understand that it takes sometimes seven to 12 times for someone to finally it's, it, to get through into someone's head the message that you're trying to convey. So it's very important that we practice good communication methods. So we're finishing up part two of how to make people others like you. Uh, and uh, principle six in, that, in this section is make the other person feel important. Make the other person feel important. And this, again, is from the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So here we go. How often do we notice someone who looks very down or bored? Maybe that someone is someone whose job is very repetitive or someone whose boss doesn't give him or her a lot of recognition. Maybe it's a store clerk or maybe it's someone uh, that's uh, just getting started in, in, a, in a position, or it's a mailman or hairdresser. What could we say to that person to cheer them up? Well, we could think of something about them that we honestly admire. This might sometimes be really tough with a stranger, but you can still do it. You can push yourself to think of something and mention it to them. You know, it could be something very small about a characteristic or trait that you've noticed about them right away. Your first impression of that person might have been something positive. Try to look for something in that other person that might be important or special. So Carnegie describes having this type of interaction with a stranger, uh, and he notes that many people have asked him what he was trying to get out of that person. And here's his response. If we are so contemptibly selfish that we can't radiate a little happiness and a pass on of a bit of honest appreciation without trying to get something out of the other person in return, if our souls are no bigger than our sour crab apples, he says, we shall meet with the failure we so richly deserve. I love this. Now, I've been talking about this for a while, but it's not always about what you can get in return when you speak something positive in the other person. When you give honest appreciation, when you speak out loud what you're really thinking about that person anyway. Sometimes it's just about giving without wanting something in return. As we've so often and so regularly repeated and reiterated throughout all of these principles, the one all-important law of human conduct, this is straight out of the book, is to always make the other person feel important. And just as the golden rule states, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. So practicing principle six, find someone in your life, be on the lookout for someone, ask God, pray, have that interaction with God and, and ask him, hey, show me, show me someone who doesn't appear to have be having a good day or is, is demotivated or overworked or, or sad. Um, 
or maybe somebody that might not feel important by just the job that they do. And go out of your way to offer words of kindness to that person through a genuine compliment. Aim to do this at least once every day. Do you see what that does? That gives you a sense of significance. It gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you value to have that be one of your missions for the day. At least once every day, look for an opportunity to give a genuine compliment. Look for an opportunity to make someone else feel important. Isn't this what part of what the gospel hinges on is, is being is, is to reach out to the downtrodden to, to, to go to the people that feel cast out and love that person well, because who, what you do to the least of these is a reflection of what you'll do for the best of these. That's why God says, love your enemy. Even go so far as to love your enemy, not just your brothers and sisters and treat everyone as, as equal, but even go so far as to love the one who's, who can actually hurt you back. When you go to go that far, that's how far the gospel reaches out to us because Jesus died and, and rose again for all of us, not just for the best. It's not because of anything we've done. It's not because we're successful. It's not based on rank. It's based on us being people. People. We're we're unlovable in reality. And that's what the that's what our enemies are. They seem they're seemingly unlovable. But Jesus also died for that person. Jesus died for the worst of us as much as he died for the best of us. So that's what why kingdom living is the great equalizer in our lives. If we can make our lives about being kind, the very least, every day to the least of these, just as much as it as being kind to the, to the best of these, we're going to make it a good life. It's going to be a good life. It really will be. Because you will have meaning and purpose that you might not find in your day. Well, that's it for me, friends. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. If it has, talk about it in the Courageous Community on Facebook. Very simple. Love to hear from you. Introduce yourself there. Interact there. Find community there. That's what it's all about. Friends, make it a great day. Choose to love the least of these today. I'll be back with you again on the next episode of CourageCast. Cast.